want 10-year-olds, 11-year-olds. That's who they want. The answer to this question is not popular. People don't want me to say it. They don't want to talk about it. But what is happening in this country, especially in this country, the United States is the, is the highest consumer of child pornography, or, or what I call child rape videos, because that's what they are. And, and it's, it's the Western world. Sheriff's office, we have a search warrant. The highest consumers, it's us. And this is why. They're sex addicts. Their minds are twisted and sick to want this. I've interrogated dozens and dozens and dozens of these guys over the last 16 years that I've been working in this field. Sure. No one wants to accept what it is. They don't want to believe it. How did you get here? Why do you want this? Why do you want kids? And they all have the same story. I picked up a Playboy magazine when I was 12 years old. And then I got into more hardcore. And then more hardcore. And then the internet came along in my 30s. And oh my gosh, like I could just, with a click of the mouse, I could see anything I wanted. And then the stuff that I had enjoyed since I was a teenager started to wear off. I wasn't getting the fix. I wasn't getting the feeling that I, that I used to get when I was just watching an adult man and adult woman have sex. Barely legal. But that, that's when I start searching into the, to the queue, to the Google string. Well, that's not doing it for me anymore. Okay, 16. I'm going to stop there. I'll stop. I'm going to stop at 16, see what happens. All of a sudden, they're at 10. They're at 9. They're at 8. They're at 7. And you think you can find this stuff online? Absolutely. And that's what's creating this demand. That's why Johns get on an airplane and fly to Haiti and Colombia and Thailand, because pretty soon, the child porn isn't doing it for them. And they need the child. This is why. There's two million children forced into the commercial sex trade today. You are listening to the Wild Soul Podcast, a podcast for the wild ones. Join me, your host, Queen Namaste, as we embark on a journey to find our true north and our own unique path. From wild, inspired conversations to searching for life's hidden gems and meanings with a little dash of crazy in between. Because really, who doesn't want to dance to the beat of their own drum? Hello, Soul Fam. Welcome to the Wild Soul Podcast. I am your host, Queen Namaste. And if you are a brand new listener, that first little clip may have been intense. This is a different episode today uh, where we usually talk about all things wild and nothing is off the table. But I guess, yeah, today is not nothing's off the table today. However, it's kind of more of a dark subject matter, but a matter that I have felt that needs to be addressed and that awareness needs to be brought to. So I thought that this podcast would be dedicated to such things. So thank you for listening. And if you are a returning subscriber, thank you so much. And I really invite everybody here to stay and listen, even though what you might hear or the facts that you might hear are uncomfortable to think about. It's happening and we can't turn a blind eye anymore because no matter 
how many times we do that, it'll continue to happen. So that's why awareness needs to be spread and we can actually put a stop to what is going on in this world with regards to human modern day slavery, human trafficking, and more specifically, child sex trafficking. So heavy subject matter today. And this podcast was originally recorded with a guest who has some knowledge on the matter. However, upon reflection, they decided that they would not like to put it out at this time. And perhaps we can have a conversation about this subject at a later time. However, I still felt in my heart called to share this and to raise awareness because we never know who is listening. So I decided to transcribe some of our conversation and just relay it back to you here. Solo, good times, (laughs) solo. So the beginning clip was the voice of Tim Ballard and backstory a little bit on Tim Ballard. I will um, go back a couple of months. So what had really gotten me to want to share about this stuff is back in 2018, when I first became sober, I started going down the rabbit hole of conspiracy and stuff basically not sure why that happened, but it did. So I would stay up late at night sometimes and just watch a YouTube video after a YouTube video. And I discovered, um, some interesting facts about Hollywood. And I had heard it from previous people before leaving little seeds in my brain about what is going on in Hollywood or what has been going on in Hollywood and the, um, pedophilia rings Um, Someone was basically like, oh, yeah, you know that Hollywood is run by pedophiles, right? And I said, huh, what are you talking about? So led me down that route and um, think of it as you will. I have just heard and read some stuff about children going missing and satanic rituals around children and all that jazz. And yes, it might, all that jazz, geez, all that horrible stuff. And it might sound super weird, wild, and untrue. Like I just couldn't even believe it. However, the stats on missing children are literally staggering. And to put it into perspective versus how many people have died of Corona versus how many children just in the U S go missing every single year is over 800,000. And that number is probably incorrect because that's just the ones that are accounted for. Not to mention the children in other third world countries that don't have any paper trail, I guess you would say no birth certificates or anything that people don't even know that they exist. So that has been on the back of my mind for a couple of years. Fast forward to this year and everything that has been brought to light and all the conspiracy theories that are rising, um, the, the children have been coming back into my peripheral vision. And it was when I did a Tony Robbins seminar online earlier in July this year that uh, my friends and I were just Googling some videos of him and we stumbled across his 
birthday video on YouTube and it was like a big celebration and one man got on stage to talk about his organization and Tony donated about $5 million to this organization. So the man who was speaking at the beginning of this podcast, his name was Tim Ballard, and he spoke about his organization and about human trafficking. And it was wild what he was saying on stage. Tony Robbins said that uh, human organs sometimes sell for $250,000. So basically, if I, if I understand correctly, that kids in third world countries will get sold for their organs if um, other people need um, matches for their children's organs, etc., which was just baffling to me. Um, and yes, just hearing this guy talk about his organization, so it's the Underground Railroad, and from there I just began searching and looking it up more and more, and that's when I found the guest that was going to come on here today. Perhaps we will have them on at another time. So the intention of this podcast is just to raise awareness of what is going on. And like I said, I've become a passion, I've become passionate about this. And this year has been a, a crazier, obviously. And I feel like at the, in my core, I want to spread love and light. And we do that by using our voices. There's been a lot of movements going on this year and I never really feel hundred percent called to dive in deep to any of them. Yes, I have been learning and unlearning and understanding. However, there's something that sits in my heart with children and because they sometimes cannot use their voices like us, like the adults can. So I've just felt called to use my voice. I know that the tiniest little impact can help shift a big problem and I believe we have to change our views on it and we have to look at it as a big hole because everything is connected in this earth um but yeah that is just my intention for this podcast so I hope something resonates I hope something moves you today and I hope um, it inspires you to take action and a great place to take action and start is to actually watch a documentary that Tim Ballard produced for his organization. And it's called Operation Toussaint or Toussaint. It's French. I can't pronounce it if I am pronouncing it correctly or wrong. It's on Amazon. But if you live in Canada, I don't believe it's available. I'm not sure I couldn't get it to work. I'm technically challenged. So I just watched it on YouTube. It's free. So um, this is interesting how the timing has come about with this um, trafficking humans has been going on forever. And like I said, it never really came on my radar to now till now. Um, and again, all this stuff that is surfering with Epstein Island, I, I just feel like it's an alignment to talk about it. When children are being affected, raped and sold for money, my heart really breaks. And like I said, they can't do anything about it because they are children and I want to be able to help people who can't help themselves. And we really don't understand the impact that we have. So watch Operation Toussaint. That was where I got the clip from as well, talking about um, the internet and child trafficking. And another great podcast to listen to is the Lewis Howes School of Greatness podcast. And Tim Ballard is on there as well.
So basically, what a little backstory behind Tim. Tim used to work for the U.S. government and then had the calling to help save children through trafficking. And he set up oh, Operation Underground Railroad to fight trafficking. And basically what they do is they go into third world countries and they pretend to be traffickers. They kind of like go undercover, pretend they're buying children, work with the local governments, and then take the traffickers down. So a cool stat that my guest talked about was that the organization for one year decided to put all of their funds that they were receiving into one location just to see the impact that it could have. So what was really cool is because of all the money and the effort that was put into the one location, the government actually said that they were going to focus on other things like drug trafficking because they almost virtually put a stop to the human trafficking because the traffickers were too scared to actually continue to do it because they knew that they would get caught because there was enough awareness and there was enough attention brought on that specific issue. So we kind of think like if we get enough people to donate or be aware of human trafficking, even just the tiniest amount of energy, that could create a ripple effect. And basically it comes down to awareness. It comes down to money but we could put an end to trafficking around the world. And of course there's layers. Like the racism is a layer. Um, Poverty is a layer because a lot of people in third world countries sell their children because they get 10 grand, 11, 12 grand per kid. And that could make a huge difference in their lives. So there are definitely things that need to shift. Starting with awareness. And children need to be supported in their own freedom. They're super innocent. So I felt called to donate monthly to this organization because I, I don't know how or maybe I'll figure it out, but to just get my hands dirty and help actually save the children and go in there and risk live my life to help them. I'm not sure if I can do that at this point in time, but what I can do is donate what I can to this organization. So there's an option on their website if you want to become a donator, you can do that. I just strongly suggest you watch the documentary, listen to Tim's stories, and get educated on it. And basically, here's some stuff that I learned. The Underground Railroad Organization goes to third world countries to help stop trafficking. And Tim always gets asked, why aren't you going to the USA and saving the kids in the USA? He says the USA creates the demand for child rape videos because that's what they are. They're child rape videos on the internet. Over 2 million children are forced to be sex slaves. So that's a lot of sick pedophiles that create that number. And child rape videos with kids 10 or 11 or younger. And basically what he was saying at the beginning of this podcast is they don't get that feeling or fix anymore from regular porn. And what also happens in third world countries is that U.S. tourists go to third world countries, purchase kids in third world countries. It is really dark. It's really painful. But it's not just happening in third world countries. Again, the U.S. creates the number one demand for it and traffickers are coming in to take the children here. Weekly cash incomes 
my guests talked about from different cities around in the USA, it's sickening. A a pimp's weekly income in a city close to where my guest was living around Colorado, $30,000 a week selling humans, selling young girls. This is in every U.S. city and it's happening under our noses. Trafficking literally is happening everywhere. And a lot of us really don't believe that it's that it's real or we write it off as prostitution. And granted, if you are over the age of a minor, 18, you have the ability to decide what you want for yourself. And I'm not saying or putting my nose down in prostitution, do what you want. But when it is a minor, I believe that it's a worldly issue and they've been changing the wording around children, like underage women, the term underage woman, that is a child and a minor. So we need to also just be aware of the language that is being thrown around as of late. Just notice it when you read stuff about this. That's just what I'm going to say about that. Um, But again, like I said, there's a whole bunch of layers to this and it starts out in the family. Children being neglected in our families. You've all heard this saying, hurt people hurt people. And a lot of molesters molest because they were molested. It's a cycle. People were abused because they also got abused. So we need to start somewhere. Um, And there's this quote that I heard. I've heard it before and I believe it was in the documentary as well because I mean, we could go really deep into this issue and I want, don't want it to be a super long episode here, but if you were like me and have a caring heart and you're like, holy shit, like 800,000 kids just in the US, like $30,000 a week a pimp makes just by selling women's bodies, selling videos and like the demand of a video, it can be recycled. So it's not just like a one-time purchase. A video can be played over and over and over again for money each time. And when you think about all the stats, you're just like, holy crap, we're, we're, it's such a huge issue. Like, how are we even going to make a difference? How are we going to stop this? And sometimes I think it's just all too unbearable. And it's like, oh, well, let's just turn a blind eye, pretend it's not happening and forget about it. Excuse me, forget about it. But this quote that I have heard, this is little boy, on the beach and a whole bunch of starfish washed up onto the beach. And he just started picking up a starfish one by one and throwing them back into the water because the sun was coming up and they were all going to get burnt and they were all going to die. And then a man comes up to the little boy and says, what are you doing? You're wasting your time. There's millions of starfish, millions of starfish on this beach. You're not going to save them all. And the little boy just looked at him, continued to pick up a starfish, throw it into the ocean, and said, well, it mattered for that one. Picked up another one. It mattered for that one. So I believe that there's millions of children being affected by this. But we have to start somewhere. 
you never know who is listening. This is deeply rooted in humanity. But I want to be a stand for humanity. I want to see change. And we got to start somewhere. (sighs) Well, my question is, what happens to the kids that don't get saved? What happens to the kids that have been raped since four or five and now they are 20 and they aren't wanted for videos or not wanted anymore? What happens to them? I can't even imagine the mental, physical, emotional pain body that these children have built up. <sighs> and Tim has a quote. He says, it's, it's funny because we all read the history books and we think we would have been an abolitionist. We think we would have risen up and we would have fought for what is right. And this is one of Tim's quotes. He says, I tell them, no, you wouldn't have been one. If you would, you would be an abolitionist right now and you would be doing the work now. You know that human trafficking exists and you have heard the stories of trafficking, but you do not want to look. And it's true. I didn't want to look for a long time either. But I'm feeling called to look and I'm feeling called to transmute this evil energy that is in the world and to make a difference. Slavery is still happening. It's usually on the dark web, but it can also be on social media, private, at least of private phone calls. And we understand what a childhood is supposed to be. I'm speaking for myself, but I had a wonderful childhood. It was great. I felt safe. I had friends. I had a loving family, food to eat, warm clothes. How can we allow this to happen and not do anything? I'm leaving it here. This is a little short episode, a call to action. Google the Underground Railroad. Watch some documentaries. Go to Lewis Howe's podcast. Get the stats there. I'll put the links in the show notes. I just want to thank you for listening and to uh, do the research yourself and see what you can do. Again, think of the starfish analogy. If you could help save one kid, it makes a difference for one human being. Um, I don't want to get more in-depth with the details of that stuff and what happens in that industry, but the documentaries do, so... Yeah, and if you're feeling called to donate money and feel like that's all you can do, do it. Let me know if you do. Let me know if this podcast resonated with you in any way or made you want to take action on this. And if you want to talk about it more or if you want to collaborate and maybe see what we can do as a team or put on an event to raise awareness, whatever you think you have the capacity to do, let me know and I'd be happy to talk. So thank you for listening and we will be back to the regular scheduled programming on the next episode. Peace and love. Namaste.